to the fourth installment of the Source Tapes, where once again, we are here to take a look at the freshest new music to expect from the label and Source events. We have 30 minutes of handpicked music, mixed by resident co-founder and my honey, Jason Veach. We also welcome talented up-and-coming duo Eternals for a Source Chat. The pair were inducted into the Source family following their debut on the label with the already hugely successful Hex EP. Before we go any further, let's jump straight into the mix with Jason. He's kicking things off in the mix with the ultimate collaboration, Skrillex featuring Forte and Stara and their track Butterfly.
Love that one. Mike Dunn, Defo. We'd never have anticipated the reaction of that track. It gets nearly three decades on. That addictive bass line and garage beat to it. It's just a little bit special. Before that, the legend Shadow Child on the remix of Liam Bailey's When Will They Learn, taking us back to the summer of 2013. That EP came with a Chase and Status remix and a Decibel remix with the original top tier EP that was. Going into a totally enormous Extinct Dinosaurs remix next, resident and co-founder Jason Veach is here in the mix on the source tape.
my favourite songs of 2020, Gerd Janssen and Cats and Dogs, two absolute weapons in the industry, coming together to create modern romance. But then, Dusky came along last month and done a remix of the track and took it to a whole different place, which I'm so here for. Before that was Silly Boy Blue and The Riddle, the Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs remix. This is The Source Tapes. Resident and co-founder Jason Beach is in the mix and I am having the time of my life. happened one time I fell in love in um in um Norway with the Norwegian
accept the fact that they have the racial situation. So work of art takes me to a rooftop bar every single time. This is The Source Tapes and that was resident and co-founder Jason Veach's mix. Don't forget to follow our socials to keep updated with all things Source at Source Stamford on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or check out the website sourcestamford.com where you can literally find everything, brand new merchandise, all of our artists and releases, info, absolutely everything is there to go and get even more of a source fix. Something very exciting now, we can announce that Lincoln-based DJ and producer Turtleneck has put pen to paper, the contracts have been signed, and we can give him a very warm welcome to the Source family. He is set to release his new single, It's Time, with us next month. Using an iconic sample, it's really one to get the party started, which leaves us very excited to follow up eternal success with Jake, aka Turtleneck. So as I said before, you're going to want to keep an eye on our socials at Saul Stamford to hear some teasers and the reveal of the release date for that. So it's time now for the part of the podcast that we call The Source Chat. And this month, I'm joined by Eternals. Eternals are a production duo from Peterborough made up of Jack Favarg and Harvey Sanders, who join me now. Hey, guys, how are you both doing? Hey, how are you doing? doing? Good. <laughs> yeah, all good here. So we'll get deeper into the interview soon. But first of all, just want to say congrats on the release. The EP reached number three in the Beatport Deep House release charts and it peaked at number 43 on the overall release. So first of all, really, how does that feel? Yeah, I think, I think it was really good. Like, we weren't really expecting it to really do that well. Like we, we I actually got a text the next day because um, the Beatport charts update every day at like 10 or half 10. And uh, Alicia actually sent me it. 
saying, oh, you've, you've debuted at number five or whatever. And then I think it was at the time in the overall charts at like 80 or 73, something like that. And um, we, we were sort of like, oh, is that good then? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. we don't really. And then the next day it went to, went to number three in the Deep House release charts and then went to 43 in the overall chart. So we, we were really happy with that. Yeah, especially for our first release as well, considering, uh, you know, we haven't really had uh, much chance to establish our name or anything like that. It was it was a really nice surprise and, and it inspired us straight away, you know. So within that same same hour, we was planning, right, this is the next couple of tracks we need to get vocal. This is who we need to yeah. release with. This is who we need to contact. This is how we need to keep pushing. So it was like a kick up the butt to keep progressing with that you know so yeah it's really good yeah it's just yeah that motivation you just need something like that like a track to do well and you're like oh my god right gotta keep cracking on gotta keep doing this um so what's your personal favorite track from the ep and why so harvey if you want to go first i think if you used to play it um if you used to play it in a club i think hex would sound heavy on a system Personally, I'd say the edge. I'd say the edge is. I actually prefer the edge. I think. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I really like the vocal in it. For one, it's not something we really use as much now, but um, it's a nice little sample. And I just, I love the groove and the melodies in that tune, and the little synth that comes in halfway through and stuff like that. It's got. It's just got quite a lot of movement and changes, whereas Hex is very just like sound system thumper. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. The the pads and the synths in the edge make it for me. I think that's that's my favourite track. But obviously the the A side being Hex, it is the more powerful, more predominant track. But songwriting wise, the edge definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what my actually like? Not even not even copying, but mine. I wrote down the edge. I feel like I prefer B sides. I know what you mean like. The A side is like the big, the powerful one that's, you know, like you push in. But I always love a B side. So I think that's why I love the edge so much. It's just like that <laughs> underrated kind of thing. Um, so how long? I know this EP wasn't made recently. So how long did this actually take to make? <laughs> I actually, I don't, I actually don't, I don't know. Like I said, like we made, we made them two tunes. Uh, must have been three years ago and it, it just so happened that over lockdown and stuff when we decided that we wanted to start making the more synthy melodic actual songs rather than just quick beats that people listen to and play for a couple of weeks and then get fizzled out we said to each other them two tunes there whether they're new or not will hybrid our older stuff and our newer stuff quite nicely they're, they're, they're still a little bit techy but they've, they've got the they've got the simps and the pads and the melodies that we're massively pushing for and you'll hear in the next year or so what we mean like even them two tracks now are aren't really anything like we're making now it's weird you i mean i just got we just gotta let people hear i think in in terms of what harvey's trying to say in in terms of the differences I would personally say the the production level is what's massively different now. Yeah. It, when when you hear the the just the arrangement and the the automation, the the dynamic changes and the, the songwriting element, you know, 
whether it's a, a, an upward or downward pull progression or a, or a bridge or something like that, that's where we've evolved. But the, the sounds, like Harvey was saying, is, is the perfect bridge across from what we used to love making to what we're currently loving writing at the moment. And um, yeah, the, the Hex EP, hopefully, is um, something that people will recognize as that as well, like a bridge you know, to to what we're currently making now. So we're trying to write songs now right. as opposed to tracks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So not not just some some big brash uh, chunky drums and stuff. We're trying to write actual songs like Christoph and Camel Fat and that yeah. Frankie Wah. Yeah. Those are like the trifecta of <laughs> songwriting influence for us really. Yeah. And the the main thing in common is an amazing breakdown mm. with huge vocals. The vocal yeah the vocal. Mm. That's what's making the tracks for us like we just love yeah. that style. So I really want to get on a tune with Ali Love because he's Mm, yeah, I'd love oh to get, you know, that's what we're trying to recreate, not in a copy sense, yeah, but, no, 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 yeah. but taking bits from all of our favourite artists and, you know, when when you're listening to a certain genre like Progressive House, mm. you start to notice like similar downward chord progressions, but upward maybe melodies and stuff and you start to realise there is actually a bit of a a scientific formula yeah. for that specific mm. genre style and you know we've, got, we've definitely I feel and, and you think as well Harv we've definitely got our own sound every tune we'll drop you'll hear like the eternal simps and the mm. way we sequence our tunes is very similar and we've just got our like our sort of vintage simps we use all the time and you'll be able to tell it's one of our tunes I think and that's that's the main thing, having like a little signature, signature yeah. sound. I think we're finally now making the tunes that we love and we want to make as well. Like we, when we first started Eternals in 2019, I think late 2019, we were sort of like started out with a tech house stuff, and we sort of just wanted to try and try and get big in what everyone else is doing. And then sort of over lockdown and stuff, we sort of just sat down and was like, well, we don't even really like that music that much. Like, we need to have a little yeah, rebrand. Re we? <laughs> we need a little rebrand and a rethink of what where we want to go. And, and I think the, the tunes we're making now, hopefully, will get us to that new level. Like, we, we don't, we're not all about playing at every gig ever. We're like, we just want people to be listening to our music all over the world, really. I'm so happy that you were like, oh yeah, actually we hate this. Like we don't want to just make it to make it. Like we actually want a sound. And like yeah, I yeah. feel like I know what you mean. Like obviously I half know your sound if that makes sense. But like it's different. Mm. You don't have like the same old like churning out that's just like banger after banger. But it, there's no meaning behind it. Whereas this is like on another that, level kind of thing. You, you've literally hit the nail on the head. Like when when we first sat down with each other and said, right, let's start the music project up again. It's like a new name. What's the main, like my, like ideology behind it? Yeah, and we said we wanted something to be memorable, something for the listeners or any fans, even if it's just family and friends, yeah. right? Something that they'll listen to for the next 10, 15, 20 years, 
Yeah. And and that's where we said, well, it needs to be like eternally in your head, like mm. always in your head. And that's where we come up with a name, like we and, want something to be eternal are, to, are, to your uh, library. And they're also Eternals are a, <coughs> are a group in Marvel, and we're both big Marvel fans. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, know, <laughs> I knew there was because I thought. I mean, I didn't was wasn't going to ask the question like where did Eternals come from because I kind of had an idea, but I thought I bet there's something behind. It. <laughs> but I've never watched a Marvel film, yeah. so I <laughs> wouldn't know about that. Um, we are massive <laughs> Marvel geeks, Nat. We are like it's a joke. <laughs> so yeah, so we spoke about lockdown and that's when you kind of sat down and was like right we're changing things do you kind of think if lockdown didn't happen would you know do you think you'd be in this stage now or was that chat gonna happen at some point (laughs) yeah i think i think we we knew to to get to where we want to be in music we knew we had to change up our style and we've we've always loved the melodic like music it's, it's it's music rather than a quick track that gets forgotten about you know like and that's what we said we want people to listen to our tunes and whether the hexy people will do that for people or not we want people to listen to our music and 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 recognize it as a banger and go back to it in a year's time and still listen to it because it's that sick of a track and i think some of our stuff coming up this this year with the vocals in and like we said we've had them professionally vocaled and it's a song there's lyrics that you'll remember that they will be the tracks that do that for us and and we sat down and and said like we want to progress in music as much as anyone else and i think to do that we're going to have to change our style otherwise we're going to be in a very crammed environment of people just making drums and bass and hoping that it blows up whereas we now want to make music and whether we blow up like in the charts or not I don't know but we love what we're making at the minute so it don't really matter yeah. I'd, I'd say the the lockdown definitely helped everyone just not not even in the music sphere but everyone to sit down and reflect on what they they truly want and what they want to achieve and who they want to be and I think I know as corny as that sounds, when it comes to the artist side, a, a very creative outlet, we did we did soon recognise that not even people that we're speaking to, friends-wise, what sort of tracks are you listening to? Uh, their, their, their songs, they've got vocals, they've got proper chord progressions and melodies, you know. We, we, we could pick that out and identify it and see it from like a like a bird's eye view, right? Well, this isn't what we're we're doing enough of, and this is what we do love. Let's reassess it. Let's have a look at the situation we're currently in, reflect on it, and how do we improve and adapt up, up, upon that? And, and yeah. obviously, that's why we've made such a drastic change in our in our music productions now because we did have that time to reflect. So I would, yeah, I would say if if lockdown didn't happen, maybe we we would have come to this realisation, but maybe not as soon. Maybe, yeah, so. maybe not as soon. That's what I was about to say. And I think as well, with, with the style that we're going for now, I don't want to say it separates the boys from the men, but it, it <laughs> separates the producers that know what they're doing compared to, I don't know. It, it just, the tunes we're making, it, it takes 
knowing music theory and putting time into your tracks, it's not something you can throw together within a couple of hours half the time. You know, and it's not chucking any random sound in at any key. Like me and me and me and Varg sit there and um, we'll, we've made a tune for three hours and we've written a melody and we just we sat looking at each other like, nah, this ain't it, and we just scrap it off and redo it. And and it, it's so worth it half the time. But I think it'll just with this style, like I said, it's not as a crammed thing, especially in the UK. There's not that many people making these sort of tunes that we're making now it's very european the sound and i'm hoping that we sort of bridge through that yeah no i i just love that i was just sitting there like loving that answer just because you know you're not here to make it for money you're not here you're doing it for the love of it and that does definitely show um so yeah we kind of we've kind of touched on your journey i guess but yeah you guys literally have been doing this for 10 years like I feel like some people like don't even know like like you just said you know you'll listen to something and you'll be like (laughs) this is because we know what we're doing so quickly like a little bit of history you will you guys well as long as I can remember like years ago you were under a project called Beta obviously now you've got Cynthia Darker moodier kind of kind of um, style so yeah a little bit of history so when you guys when did you guys start out all those years ago I think we actually started a lot longer than 10 years ago, but we didn't have a clue what we were doing. <laughs> we, we started out on a software called Reason, where it, it wasn't drag and drop or right click and you can insert this sound. It was like, you had to patch all the cables together manually. You had to physically wire them together like an actual analog studio with a patch bay with a million spaghetti junction cables it that was chaos considering we we weren't tech geeks at the time mm-hmm. whereas now we've had to become those those tech geeks that you know required music production and i'd i'd say that that's probably coming up to 13 years for for the both of us because we started within within a month of each other, even knowing yeah. each other. And but yeah, I'd say it's a good 13 years, but I wouldn't say we actually could make songs. <laughs> Probably not even a song, maybe an eight bar loop of some really awful, janky, all over the place export. <laughs> but now, obviously we'd say 10 years of actually making music and maybe the past three years, songwriting, actually proper, you know, arranging proper songs. We, we now have the knowledge that you can take as many courses as you want, but you have to fail miserably and get frustrated and cross with it to see the other side of it as this is a creative outlet for me. This is a creative outlet for Harvey. And we love it. So we push through that barrier. And uh, yeah, I would say about 13 years of, of struggle to get <laughs> yeah. to this point. But. And we, we started out as well. We we, we didn't always make house. We we started out making dubstep, me and Vargi. So, <laughs> and hip hop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was it was awful. But even back then, because I was I'm, I must have been when I when I first started my first like dubstep alias i was called voodoo 
even then I was full I was 14 15 years old and I used to send my tunes and I remember you used to get the same vibe like Vargi's three years older than me so he was like 16 17 and we'd be sending them to these older geezers and their their heads would fall off that a 14 or a 16 year old has made this tune so we've always always sort of had good support as well but like Vargi said we we started off on on reason and it's like I feel like now in music production it is very drag and drop and you can get you can get away with not really knowing what you're doing it is too accessible and and I think that's why it's such a crammed industry now especially with the more basic sort of music I, I think when you listen to our new tunes you can tell we've been doing it for as long as we have and we've made the, the shit tunes to go with it but no do you know what I so agree with you half like that, that's why we that's why as well we we started making we love it that's why we started making this this sort of music because we knew we had to separate away from that. Otherwise, we're just going to be, we're just going to look like we're, we're rookies and newbies. Like, we're, otherwise, yeah, that's why we started making the uh, more melodic stuff. So, yeah, as you're going into more melodic songwriting, those kind of tracks that don't come around as often, who would you say are your like big influences that you look up to? You make a track, you're like, right, I want to be at that level. Easy, that one. Our biggest one. And I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to know him personally as well and speak to him on a personal level. Uh, is Christoph? It, it, like, and, and yeah. I've listened to his music since 2014, 2015, when I was under one of my house aliases, and he, he took me to a club illegally. I met him in there, and uh... I want to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. Uh, no, John, I can't, I can't name any names because it's, it's closer to home than you think. <laughs> but he put me on his, he put me on his guest list. I'm 99 percent sure I used my brother's ID. <laughs> when I got in there, met him. I probably had the squeakiest little voice. I was 15. I'd sent him tunes a day before, um, and. He was like, these tunes are wicked, can't believe how old you are, you're making these. I'm playing in, in Peterborough tomorrow. I think I sort of must have knew I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he put me on his guest list. I'm pretty sure I used my brother's ID. <clears throat> I, I said, put my brother on, his, on your guest list. I'm going to come in with his ID. And when I met him, he, he, he couldn't believe that I was 14. He was like, you look older than me, man. That's what <laughs> I remember him saying that. And, and when um, that was sort of it, and then <laughs> When I was in IB for two years ago, when I was in IB for two years ago, we, he's followed me on Twitter and we've followed each other on Twitter since then. And I'll be honest, I didn't really realise how massive he was now. Like, because mm. back then he, he wasn't, he was like reasonably big, but he wasn't the absolute goat like he is now. And I, I hit him up on Twitter out of the blue saying, I'm coming to Body Works tonight. Um, be good to see you and he literally replied within five minutes saying come to my hotel so i went and i went and met him after a day at the pool i was absolutely steaming uh but it was just it was just me my brother and our pal and we're all in his hotel room and we're just catching up for a bit and then later on that night i had to go get changed he was like do you want to come with me to to body work at high and uh i was like mate i'm in my i'm in my swimming shorts i've got to go get changed but when i, I remember when i was there and I watched his set and I think Camel Fat and Salado were on after. Um, I think I messaged, I must have messaged Varg in the moment. Like, I, I think that was actually, going back to why we started making these sort of tunes, I think that was it. Because when I was in 
high beef when I was hearing these melodies and these breakdowns and these vocals and how the crowd was reacting. It was is different level. It, it's like it's different to what you're gonna get at a, say like a just a normal tech house rave with like nice little groovy tunes. It was like you could see people getting goosebumps and like just music musically like being lifted to another level and I said to Varg we've got to change it up we've got to change it up we're like we, we have to start making tunes like this and so we did wow but I yeah that's the main influence <laughs> yeah. I did that is I think that's the best answer I've ever had for what's your influences but it's so it's so true his tracks are like spine tingling and it's those tracks that yeah, you sorry. yeah you don't get a weekly spine tingling track they come around but when you hear it on that sound system it's just like you're just gonna cry <laughs> yeah it is it yeah. is like that i remember hearing breathe live oh first time. yeah Honestly, I, I could not i could not process that information when breathe first dropped my body and my brain just all tingled at the same time that i've I couldn't even conceptualise that that was a song. It, it was outrageous. It still is outrageous. It that is song. outrageous. It's an unbelievable track. Both teams, Christoph and the Camelback guys together, they are an unstoppable force. And we're not even trying <laughs> to compete with them because they're in their own league. You, you can't. But that's who inspire us, definitely. Definitely. Christoph is, is the main main guy without a shadow of a doubt even from his house roots um like harvey explained we followed him from literally day one his sound and it's just matured and matured and, and yeah matured. and he didn't make he didn't make what he does now then you know he started like as he you know it was it was you know, like the more techie side of things i remember watching his yeah. set at that event i was illegally at and it weren't it weren't anything like like it is now it, no, it, but it, he, you can see how he it's literally he is literally the the symbolism of red wine like he's just got better and better with age like genuinely yeah. he actually has yeah. and <laughs> you know that that sound is just frankie war christoph camelback those are the top three without a shadow of a doubt there's there's no one else to compare there's artists that we love but who truly inspire us songwriting wise those three yeah that is like a top trio like yeah do you know what what i've took from that mature i feel I, I know exactly what you mean you know like we love dance we get into dance you know you have your dancey tracks but literally it is those i want to hear this and i want to cry that that's how i feel like i've got to my stage <laughs> like i'm literally like, i want to hear a track and i want to feel like spine tingles rather than i want to like dance yeah. to this like yeah I love yeah. that. So, yeah. collaborations in mind. Who would you love to collaborate with, like on a level that you think you know could happen? Who would you absolutely love to collaborate with, apart from those influences? <laughs> we are planning to and do have some booked in, but they're the Christoph. Yeah. No yeah, else. we'd love to. We'd love to. We'd obviously love to get on a tune with him, but I think one that's it's definitely going to happen whenever it happens is with more yes we'll definitely get on a tune with them boys 100% because you know we 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 both speak to Dan Vargi and Dan are really good friends they used to work together I've known Dan since I was younger um, so I think that will definitely happen we've been speaking to Rubens actually a bit you know I mentioned Rubens earlier that will definitely happen but apart from that we I think we have 
literally just been concentrating on getting our sound together. We haven't really hit many people up asking for collabs. We definitely haven't asked anyone yet, really. We just sort of let it, let it naturally happen. Like I said, I think more will happen sooner or later. Yeah, like more Rubens and Eternals. That is like that is what my life will be complete that, if I have a track that, from you guys. <laughs> that will yeah, go off. That that's will a, go off. Yeah, that's, Pete, that's Peterborough Powerhouse. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'll be crying for days at this track. That's what I need to happen. <laughs> that will be a pelter. That will Jesus. Oh, Christ. I can, I can literally, I can imagine it now. Right, we're manifesting that into the universe. That is happening. <laughs> yeah, well, let's do it. So what is next for you guys? I mean, from just chatting to you, you know, I, you've got a big future ahead of you. You know exactly what you want to do, but is there anything that you can reveal to me? What is, what is up and coming? We've got an EP coming out with a, um, with a European label called Harabe. Um, and we've got a local singer on that, Michelle Cheyenne, which is wicked. <laughs> it, it, it is, it's a mental tune. It is it's so good. Like we, we didn't when when we first sent it off to her we didn't really know what it was going to sound like and literally with that track she sent it back and we were straight away happy with the vocals and how they sounded obviously we put our effects on it and stuff like that but yeah it was it was just perfect she'd written perfectly to it and got it finished up sent it about a bit and and hooray literally i think we sent it to them and within about two hours they replied saying yeah we want to keep this tune for hooray we want this tune so yeah, that. No, oh God, I am so excited to hear that already. Eternals, it's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, we've definitely chatted for longer than you're actually going to hear on this podcast. So thank you so much. I am so excited for your future ahead. So yeah, thanks guys for chatting to me. Thank you. Awesome. See you later, Nat. That was Jack Favarg and Harvey Sanders there who make up Eternals on this month's Source Chat. The Eternals Hex EP comes out on all platforms on the 11th of this month, next Friday. So be sure to go and stream and download that to support our artists. Set those reminders, get it in the calendar, in the diary if you're old school, the 11th of June. Now, every month we get a guest mix from the artists releasing on the label, so it's Eternals time to do a source tape mix. This is full of euphoria. It's moody and you'll be in synth heaven. Here we go. Hey guys, we're Eternals. This is Jack. And this is Harvey. And we're here to showcase some of our new tracks we've been working on and some of our favourite music from various other artists. We'd like to give a quick thanks to Natalie for getting us on this platform and also a massive thank you to Source Records for our latest EP that we've released with them, which is out now. To keep up to date with us and future releases, make sure to hop over to our Instagram and Twitter and give us a follow at Eternals UK and we hope you guys enjoy the music.
Eternals with their source tape mix there, some unreleased bits from the guys, as well as the full Hex EP. I absolutely loved that. And it featured our friends more with their latest release on Solar Deep Inside. Don't forget, the Eternals Hex EP comes out on all platforms on the 11th of June, next Friday. So be sure to go and stream and download that to support our artists. You can already grab your copy right now on Beatport. Do go and support it. It is amazing. Now, if you think you've got any of your own tracks that we'd love to hear, then you can just create a private SoundCloud link and email that across to us on promos at sourcestumford.co.uk for your chance to join the Source family. And why would you not want to do that? (laughs) You can listen back to this and all of the Source tapes to follow on our SoundCloud account. Just simply search for Source Stamford and give us a follow whilst you're there. You can also get this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts Just search for the source tapes, spell S-R-C tapes. Another month in and another successful release already in that bag. And that wraps up this month's episode. But I'll be back next month with a new mix, a new chat and lots more fun. So take care, love to you all and I'll see you next time.